This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Okay, so Marco Cho just made my day. <laughs> oh my God. I love you for life. <laughs> Not even going to play the tacky song I really wanted to play for you when you came in. Oh, I love you. I you're love just you. thin. I was worried. I'm not thin. I'm you, you're s- slightly smaller. Yeah, well, I was just worried. I, I was hey, worried. But you know, when people say that, it's like, oh my God, how fat was I before? <laughs> no, no, no. It's I'm just, playing it's with just you. great, though. We look great. Thank you. You look wonderful too. I'm, Thank you. I'm I'm like living for her t- her tattoos. We've been talking about it. Yes. So is this like? I've, we've never talked about this because I love yes. tattoos on people. I mm-hmm. only have one sad one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you look at your body as like a canvas for art, or are they, is this just like your travelogue of life? It's sort of a travelogue. I mean, it's also the catalog of friends. All of my tattoo friends uh, sort of have been given a part of my body, and then they just do what they want. So I don't really pick the images per se, oh, wow. or the colors, or wow. the idea. I just kind of give them that part of my body, which is great, because then they sort of know what will look right. And and I have great tattoo artists. I mean, the people that I go to are like Kat Von D and um, Mr. Cartoon and Chris O'Donnell here in here in New York mm. at Saved, and Chris Clean and and Craig Jackman and um, Ed Hardy. So there, there's a lot of tattoo history on me as well. It's really beautiful, and I was looking at photos. On Margaret, there's photos of her on uh, on her website where she's showing her legs, and I didn't know your legs were tattooed as well. Yes, beautiful Thank art. Thank you. Beautiful, Thank you. Beautiful art. There's something very clean because sometimes when people cover their bodies with tattoos, you start wondering when was the last time you showered? Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know what it is. The ink sometimes makes you look gives you like a right. filmy, but right. you look crisp and clean oh, and gorgeous you. yeah the colors are beautiful thank you um what was the most painful place to be tattooed because i got like just a regular arm tattoo and it was somewhere between erotic and made me cry it all hurts though i think it's all pretty painful yeah um i think that most painful is behind the knees are those yours ow oh those are yours up close yes which one are you showing the lincoln and washington oh yeah those are my kneecaps the- those oh are pretty God. painful. You're nuts. Because it's, yeah, it's so nuts. It's um, George Washington Those and uh, Abraham Lincoln on my kneecaps because it looks like $6. It's just dumb. It does look like $6. It's but just it's, $6. But it's gorgeous. Thank you. But that looks like, how long did it take for each knee? Because that's really good detail. I think that they both took uh, a, a couple of days. I mean, a, a couple of sessions. Very painful and, and, and difficult, um, but uh, and not completed. So they're not finished. They're uh, not of, finished. Yeah, oh a lot God. of things are not finished. Um, Ooh. So Ooh. how uh, the, the hardest part of, of my tattoo experience mm-hmm. is was the recovery. It wasn't the actual tattooing. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of found the experience of being inked mm-hmm. very sexy. Yeah, yeah. I found it actually very, very erotic. The pain was three hours later. Right. When it felt like someone waited till I was sunburned and mm-hmm. then punched me with scorching hot <laughs> yeah. brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's pretty harsh. horrible. I mean, the recovery was what was really bad for mm-hmm. me. And then the itchiness when it heals. Yeah. It's like a lot. I know. I actually have a little bit of ble- ble- you know, a little bleeding in mine because I just... 
Yeah, you can't help it. I'm a it. baby. It's horrible. But, um, you know, th- there's no real, real way around it. That's part of tattooing. I mean, it does get that sort of, you, you get some kind of, your skin is opened up. You're yeah. trusting somebody else to do it. They're covered in your blood. It's kind of cute. It's like, so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. It's, no, it's, Girl. it's, it's I know. really, no, I'm telling you, it's really erotic. Y'all yeah. go on. And I had, and I had, I had a really hot, <laughs> I had a really hot man tattoo me. And I swear, I almost did him right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it it's a it's an intense connection you have with your it artist. It really is. Yeah. It really, really is. Well, Margaret's not here to talk about her tattoos. <laughs> she has a, a Showtime special that is premiering this weekend. And okay, so school me on how you how you're pronouncing this. Is it Psycho or Psycho? Well, it's Psycho. Um, the title is "There's No I in Team, but there is a Cho in Psycho." So it's that's amazing. the show. But then if you say that, that then it, it seems like it's Psycho. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually Psycho. It's Psycho. Yeah. And and so this is this is uh, the first piece you've written since your, a lot of your life has changed since you've become yeah. single again. Yeah, and and, and a um, lot of stuff has been going on in the world. And yeah, you're kind of a vessel for. Are you? A I'm s- a big hole, honey. She's a <laughs> join the club, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> exactly, like my favorite drag queen, Alyssa Edwards. I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be moist right in the upper. Hey. Or just have a lot of tongue strength. Exactly. Well, hey. right. um, well, I'm not single anymore, which is good. I have a wonderful boyfriend who just showed you the picture. Um, this is your boyfriend? Yeah, my hot, oh. hot boyfriend who's He's great. Cute. I know, I love him. And uh, so, but I, yeah, I went through a lot. Um, but this show is really about the world going through a lot. Well, that's what I mean because you are really a vessel. Mm-hmm. And, and your shows are, are to me, um, kind of like an expulsion of everything you've absorbed mm-hmm. for like how long do you take between shows? Like a year? Yeah, a I think years? it takes a couple of years, and and then you you sort of figure out what you're going to write about, and it take it's a, it's a, it's a, a learning curve, and you figure out. And you, I mean, for me, I'm taking in news, and so this show is a lot about anger and my own feelings about. I all all of the things that I would like to do to change the world and um, you know so there's a there's a whole part in it about how I, I want to go to Russia and kill all of the gay bashers I've seen on the internet I yeah. would just really like to go and murder all those people <laughs> I want to kill all rapists I want to like just get anybody who's ever hurt an animal like I just want to get the people that I feel like have done so much bad in the world is I and I, I want to put a crew together of just badass people who do CrossFit. I don't know. Like people who have even if they do curves like two times a week, that's enough. You know, let's just all get together and let's just let's just yeah. come for the real bad people. Because right. it's just I, I've had it with like, you know, I, I don't know how much social media can do. I don't know how much let's just go. Let's yeah. let's I feel like if I say it the right way, Oprah might charter us a plane. <laughs> I do have she does like me a little bit, so if I can say it the right way, we could do this. Just say the right just get like someone to cater it. Yeah, just and not somebody, because of the fat thing. She just just needs like something that makes her feel fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something good. Someone, just she, so, needs, yeah. she needs something to make her feel fancy. Some flowers. Some flowers. She need, you know, just like feng shui the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, promise that you'll 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 like you know hire her favorite floral right. designer and, then, right. and get Art Smith to do the catering. You know, oh, yeah, I, I know, Mr. Well, she, hello, Chef Art Smith. He's my friend. I love Chef Art Smith. I love Chef Art. Well, he's my friend, so who cares? <laughs> His husband is. 
how you doing? Is he? Yeah, I love well, I love Chef Art. He thinks he's a genius. He and yes, a genius. he'll come And he's a real act. He'll come with us. Because I was saying this morning that what I really want to start doing is stepping on people's necks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Oh, so I, I want to come. Yeah, yeah, you got to come. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come. We should call it like the, uh, the, the red leather jacket bitches. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll just start kicking people mm-hmm. in the neck and then yeah. like, you know, because my, my argument is, and this is why I, I'm, I'm so excited about this show, mm-hmm. is because I'm filled with a lot of rage yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. And I have been walking up to people who act foolish and say, mm-hmm. what makes you think you're safe? Yeah. What makes you think that yeah. your foolishness is not going to end in me ending your life right now? Yeah. I actually said this to someone three days ago, and my boss said to me, you're a terrorist. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm a terrorist for, 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 for sane, reasonable people who have had enough. Yes. We've had enough, and we can't take this. It's not, it's not right, and it's not, I, if it, you know, I want to kill anybody who comes for another trans kid, trans woman. You know, trans women are getting murdered all the time. Yeah. And even There's even, like, social issues like... There was a trans woman at the airport uh, yesterday who couldn't even who couldn't even go through security because they thought she was hiding something. You know, really, it's like we've got to teach TSA sensitivity training. It's like this is such a very strange time where yeah. we're all being terrorized for no reason. It's right. ridiculous. So, do you um, when you when you're in that zone where you're you're absorbing and you're processing and you're thinking about what you want to talk about? Um, I know that that everything is up for grabs with you because I've, I'm I'm a you know a student of your comedy, but how long does it take for you to find the funny it in, takes a, in a an bit. annoying, st- stressful, sometimes tragic situation? Well, it takes a bit because sometimes it's so infuriating. Well, like Cosby, yeah. you know the the whole thing about Cosby is that over fifty women. Over fifty five oh well over fifty women have come forward it's with like the a same small story. Town. Yeah. yeah. They all have the same story. They all have the same sweater print on their face. <laughs> and it's not uh it, it, it's it's actually like not believed by some people, which is outrageous. Like how can it be not believed? It's I, I, I don't understand. So it's um in this tour I, I wrote a song um for all people who've been victimized it's called i want to i want to kill my rapist and i think it's the first time i figure out a way to talk about rape on stage it's hard to talk about it because people get so upset they all have their own relationship and experience to it and so it's hard to do it in comedy but i figured it 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 can be a catharsis with an anthem and so it it really does make people feel good to sing it and uh, so i'm proud of finally figuring that out um did it scare you the first time you did it on stage? Well, I did it on stage in Oakland, and it was an audience of mostly lesbians. And uh, oh by by the time I had completed the song, everybody was crying, screaming, singing the song. They all like came up to me after and were telling me their stories. You know, this is what happened to me. This is, you know, I can't I can't confront my rapist because this and this, you know, this and this and this. And there's so many. Everybody has their story, and they hold it within. And it, even the Cosby women. The, the victims, they have, many of them have been holding it for 40 plus years. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so to finally be able to say it and to uh, be out with it and, and, and not feel victimized again by the media and by the press and by people not believing is, it's really important. It's funny because every time we, we talk about the Cosby story in particular, I, I think while this is the most horrible story, mm-hmm. it might be the most empowering for women because none of these women are trying to make money. Right. None of them. Now, right. some of them are wealthy women, mm-hmm. but most of them are not. Right. And the fact that they're not trying to make money, mm-hmm. 
to me just adds to the the pain that they've clearly gone through. Right, right. And what it means to finally speak on it. Right. And to me, that might be the most powerful comment on on assault against women. It's great, you could yeah. Ever, you could ever have because yeah. we're in this age now where people want to question and doubt everybody for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no, you, what's to doubt? There's nothing they to have, doubt. There's no payday. There's no, no. There's mm-hmm. no bottom line. They don't even get to see him in court. No. They just need to purge it from themselves. Yes. And that's the thing is that they need to, they're, what they are doing is they're honoring their suffering, yeah. which is so powerful. And then so healing for so many people beyond, the reach goes beyond just the, the people who are affected by Cosby. It goes beyond it to all people who have been affected by rape and sexual assault and, 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 and molestation and all of these things, you know, that's so healing. So I, I'm grateful to all of these women. And I also know personally quite a few women who have not come forward still because they fear um, some some kind of uh, professional backlash. They fear people knowing they're just private people. And these are women, a lot of them from a different time, a different generation where you just didn't talk about it. Yeah. So it's very it's very tough. It's Marco Cho joining us on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. Her new show premieres on Showtime this weekend on the 25th. You must see it. Um, I'm always I'm 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 excited to see this new show and and hear this this passage that you, mm-hmm. we've been talking about because the if you've never witnessed Margaret in performance, um, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, um, the best thing about your 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 performances is how you always you don't end you never end on a laugh. You end on a moment of power, mm-hmm. a moment of empowerment, mm-hmm. and I've never seen a show that does that. Mm-hmm. And and I. It's just the best thing. Thank you. It's the best thing because after you've laughed and you felt tacky and incorrect and sexy and all these various things, you walk out feeling like you can climb the highest mountain. Yes, It's yes. my favorite thing about you. Oh, thank you. Thank How you. How do you keep that going, though? I think that's just the way you, the, the sort of the style that you sort of want to present things. And, and then oftentimes there's so much that needs to be said in the world that's so good that, you know, you just want to give that as a final gift. So it's a perfect way to do a show. It feels really good. Do you ever have the temptation or feel the temptation to craft a fully, completely dramatic piece? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm kind of working on different things like that and doing some writing, but um, in general, stand-up comedy really is my life, and mm. it's all my social life too. And so, it, it kind of goes beyond um, what I what I am. You know, that's like that. I'm I'm a disciple of that. So I, I don't know if I would would ever do something completely serious or dramatic, or or even go into politics, which is sort of the other sort of mm. avenue where some somebody like myself might want. I, I feel like this is stand-up comedy is always going to be the right thing. Um. Okay, I have to. I have to be honest. I'm completely distracted by Margaret's new boyfriend <laughs> because he's so cute. He's cute. He's so cute. But here's the other thing. What's your kink? He must oh. have a kink. Does he have a good kink? <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. Well, we all sort of do. Because you're not think. vanilla, aren't you? No, no. But he's just. He's a good guy. He's so sweet. I know. He looks like he's he a nice like, man. He looks like Very he could. Nice he could you can cook, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he looks like he can And cook. he's a grandfather. Uh, Isn't that cute? How are you old enough to what? be a grandfather? Isn't that cute? I know. Because he's kind of giving me early 80s Elvis Costello mm. realness. Yeah, he's a sweetie. He's yeah. a sweetie. But so, yeah. 
He has beautiful daughters and beautiful granddaughters, and so I love them all. It's great because I didn't, I didn't um, have children or not yet, so it's nice to have kids around. So cute. What do you do when they when they want to see your work? <laughs> oh, I know we did. We haven't come. Well, the, the daughters are fine. They're 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 in their late twenties now, so that's fine. Well, yeah, and yeah. and 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 women females are going to be far more keen and comfortable than boys. Definitely, right? definitely, definitely. So, so, do you think you're going to have kids? I'd like to. You'd be a great mom. I would like. I, I would really like to. I mean, I feel like there also are so many children. I feel like I, I kind of want to mother the world anyway. And there's so many children that sort of need a maternal voice out there. So. I, I, but I love, I love kids. I, I did Celebrity Wife Swap um, this past year with a Holly Robinson Pete. And so I went, I took care of her four children and I love them so much. Like I just, I, I couldn't that? get I enough. Say. I love, I know it's, it's so, I, it's, it was on and I, I just, that was my favorite part is I got to be around these beautiful kids. So cute. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what's, what, what, what is, um, are you always gathering ideas? Are you always processing ideas for the future? Yeah, I think so. I think so you have to. What are you looking at right now that you're kind of processing? Um, I'm just processing uh, like body pride and, and um, kind of the whole idea of fat shaming and how fat shaming is actually a, a weapon. Fat shaming is actually deadly because I think people who are insecure about their weight internalize messages that they hear out there and um, it's detrimental to their health and, and that eating disorders really can be terminal in, 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 in that they, they, they kind of fester in the body and you can't get rid of them. And, and so it, it clouds everything you do and all the judgment you have and everything you feel about everything. And so I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think about what is a crusade against that or not against that, but what is the way to celebrate the body in, in every way. Have you gotten through whatever issues you may have had about your body? Yeah, I think so. But also, it's like you do place a value system on your your weight anyway. And I, I'm like, even though I've been through so many years of therapy and so many years of of really embracing and enjoying my body the way it is, it's very um, it's disheartening when you bring up things uh, out there uh, that are unpopular. The only way that sort of trolls shut you down is they say, "Well, you shut up, you're fat." I know, mm-hmm. and that that's like, well, that's not a cogent argument. That's yeah. not that, that that's that's really an admission of defeat. You know, if they they're saying that, then they have no way to come at you with a really sound debate and so um i i really i'm like trying to get people to understand that because people so it shuts them down when people say say that they're fat you know it makes them quieter and i I think that's not that's not the the answer you've got to feel like realize you won it's hard it's hard because uh, you know i'm uh, 52 still gets shut down by that Mm -hmm. and and why we don't we don't need to be i know it's weird. It's, it is weird, but it is still an issue. Yeah. Because usually yeah. when people do it, it feels like a lot of times it just comes out of nowhere. Right. Like, you know, you could be having a normal conversation or having what you call an, a normal debate mm-hmm. and all of that that just comes out of nowhere. And you're just like, are you, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Because it's the, it's, the last, it's the last avenue of acceptable prejudice in right. this world. Right. Because it really is no longer even acceptable to be homophobic yeah. no. people get away with it right but it is it is completely unacceptable right. you can call someone on it now and it will it will have uh there will be a cause and effect mm-hmm. if someone says you're fat and you say what, what happened what happened what do you say he said it was fat oh get over it who cares mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like well i care obviously yeah yeah you know 
It's and hard, though. It's very hard. It's very hard. And so I'm trying to claim the word fat like, and tell people, well, I am what fat looks like. This is what fat looks like. Because I've been called fat so much, this is what it looks like. So if you look like me, you're fat, accept it. Yeah. And then then, then maybe people can go, oh, okay. You know, if, they, if you sort of take the dirtiness out of the word fat, mm. which is very hard to do. That's, so that's sort of my project now. Does well, this body good. make me look fat? That's good. That's good. That's Margaret Cho. Her uh, new Showtime special, There's No I in Team, but There's a Cho in Psycho, premieres at 9 o'clock Eastern Pacific on Showtime. And uh, Margaret is hitting the road. And she'll be out on the road from, um, from next Friday, where she opens uh, at the Pantages in uh, Minneapolis. And you'll be out there through the fall. Yes. Very exciting. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see this new special, Margaret. I love when you come to see us. I love you. I'm so glad to see you. Thank you so much. Come back and see us again. Stick around. There is more to come on The Jolt.